Yeah. Hi guys, I'm so excited to have with me AJ. I think he's the coolest comedian ever. Um, he has been in the industry forever. He has a lot of insight on not only how to be a comedian, but just, you know, excel in the business because it is a music business. Um, we kind of met over Facebook and we started like vibing and talking about like what's going on now because nobody can go to open mics right now. Um, we're in the middle of freaking quarantine. We're in the like late April. The country is opening up slowly, but I think comedy has changed forever. So without further ado, welcome AJ. How's it going? Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, yeah. yeah fake applause. <laughs> the most applause fake I've applause. had in the last two months. Thanks I feel for... like I'm dying. Um, so can you tell us um, how you got started in comedy? Enter a laugh track. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey guys, I'm AJ Felix, or you can call me AJ. Um, I start. I got started in comedy. I think it was in uh, 2012. Yeah, 2012. And uh, I was just doing a lot of open mics in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm not from LA though. Uh, I go to LA here and there just to uh, for uh, for other businesses. But um, but yeah, I, I started. I started around that time and I just like just started hitting up all the open mics in um in Oakland, San Francisco, uh Mid Peninsula, San Jose. Mm -hmm. And like there's a lot of people that that I know they're you know, they're 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 more successful than others, you know, and I saw and I you know you you don't have to study business. You like to understand patterns and um and I, I just been seeing that um that um I, I for myself I, I I never wanted to have that spotlight. I never wanted to go far into the comedic I wanna get a Netflix special sort of thing. For me, I started in comedy because I just wanted to have fun with it, you know. I, I I didn't expect it I didn't expect myself to like be big or be a star or anything like that. That was never my intention in stand-up comedy. For me, it was more like, what, what's funny? You know, what's funny out there? And what, what can I talk about? What's acceptable? What's the topics? And I, I like to uh, converse with people and I like to discuss certain topics and try to find the humor in it and things because everything that revolves around us, revolves in our lives, is really funny. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, sorry guys, I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm not. I'm not really that. active. Oh what? What's that? Oh, say again. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I may, maybe a Zoom connection because I, I I found you really fascinating because you know both sides of the coin. Like, so was there like an event that triggered you to start comedy, or were you just let me just try it? Cause oh it's my man. Life. There was an event that triggered me to go into comedy. Uh, I I think what triggered it was like I was really, I I was like really depressed, and I was just like walking around San Francisco, mm -hmm. and I, I went to a bar, and there was like a a sign up sheet for open mic, mm -hmm. and I was like really cranky and I was really grumpy, so I just went up there and started ranting about like everything that was you know pissing me off. Yeah, you know, and people were laughing. You know, I made some people laugh. I made some, you know, 
I had some good moments. I had my bad moments too, but I wasn't like a perfect comedian whatsoever. But I was like, well, I, I actually like doing this. I like, mm-hmm. I like broadcasting my thoughts out there, you know, not that they're like super important or anything like that, but it was like my hot take of like what, why I thought the things that I thought, you know, and it was fun. It was, like I had a lot of fun going up on stage, but at the same time, I was in my dark times of like being really depressed and being really like, really like, uh, I had like suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. So it was like, I wasn't in my best time in my life. And I was like, I wasn't very fond of those times, but I remember meeting a lot of other people that were going, kind of going through the same things. They were going through, they were trying to tackle their own demons and everything. Um, but, but yeah, that's how I, that's how I did start. And I started cause I was just like going bar hopping by myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Hey, that looks pretty cool. I'm just going to go up there. Whatever. Fuck it. Can I say fuck it on this podcast? Yeah. Is this a, is this a yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know if it was a family, family friendly uh, podcast. Yeah. Fuck it. Anyone who follows me, it's not family. Friendly, so. Screw them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I started noticing that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that because, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, thank you for sharing that because I think, um, I mean, the reason why I went to comedy was because I got so mad from all the grief groups that were supposed to help me recover, like feel better. Because uh, cause after my mom passed, I was just like, I guess that's what you're supposed to do. And instead of making me feel better, they just made me feel worse. So I was like, all right, let's just do the complete opposite. And like, I just started ranting like um I, I remember my first joke was like I'm a Trump supporter because I'm not a loser so I'm just curious <laughs> do you remember what you said on your first open mic like, what damn I'm trying to remember I was it was blurry that time because I was really high I was smoking hella weed and then I was like drinking a lot of beer and a lot of a lot of shots because you know the first time that I went on stage I was like super scared shitless Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, you know, like, but it started clicking when I was up on stage. I was like, you know what? This is my time. This is my stage. This is like, I get to say whatever I want just for the next two minutes, three minutes. Like, this is like, this is like me time. Not to sound narcissistic, but it kind of is, yeah, it is, you know, but like, it, it was like, this is my time. I Like, if people want to judge me, they can judge me afterwards, but during this time fuck it you know like i'm just gonna say whatever the fuck i want and then during that time i kind of forgot what kind of jokes i was talking about i think i was self-deprecating jokes about myself mm-hmm. it was like talking about like oh yeah hey guys i'm i'm like 33 years old and i i think i made a joke about living with my mom like the fact that she was my roommate mm-hmm. um something around those lines uh it was kind of blurry to be honest I was like, I was really fucked up. All comics seem to be fucked up to me, you know? Like, everyone's smoking weed. Yeah. Something. So, like, I'm kind of the weird one for not drinking. I mean, I order food and stuff to support the bar if they... Yeah, I, I support the bar. I support the bartenders. You know, I yeah. support the, the wait staff. Yeah, I just... just, I just think, yeah, it's... Because that's normal. Most people who are comedians are, you know, drinking or on some sort of a substance. So I, I think that's that's just normal. Um, but yeah, so you've been in since 2012, so that's a long time. So what changes have you seen in just comedy itself 
or like maybe your own growth? Like what has changed in the last eight years? I, I've seen a lot of changes in comedy. Uh, but I, like in the past three years, I slowed down a lot significantly because I've been like doing a lot of therapy. I started going to therapy. Mm-hmm. I started I started getting a lot of help. I started sobering up. I started doing less drugs. I, I stopped doing drugs, not completely, but like, you know, I still smoke weed once in a blue moon. I have like a beer once in a blue moon. But for me, it was really growing up. I was like, I was like, fuck, I better focus. You know, I'm getting older. I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. I better like, you know, really like speed up my speed up my goals because I'm still kind of stuck in the same place. Like it's a lot of fun going to open mic showcases, you know, doing a lot of shows uh, for other people or for yourself or like collaborating with other people. That's cool. But at the same time, I was like, shit, I've seen other people that, you know, they've been in the business for 20 years, but they, they really haven't, all they have on their resume is like, you know, showcases, local, local barrier showcases, or they have, or they've been in other states. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I mean, like, but like, are, are you developing any, like, uh, are, are you like developing your own web series or are you developing your own uh, marketing strategy to get your brand out there? Are you like, are you growing as a comedian? Are you growing, are you growing your brand? Are you growing your, your, your product, which is yourself? Are you becoming more successful with other entertainers and other collaborators, other writers. I mean, I'm not crapping on the people that are just, just staying in that same area, but you know, it's like, I've met those people that, 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 that kind of complain and whine about how come they're not even higher place, you know, how come they're not, how come they don't have, you know, Netflix deals or whatever, you know, I was like, well, you got to go and earn it. Basically you got to go, work at it you can't just like expect hollywood to knock on your door and be like hey we saw you on some uh random youtube clip that you put up eight years ago you look pretty you know you're pretty funny with that one joke uh do you want to be part of our tv show or whatever you want to be part of our movie it doesn't work like that it's really like and the eight years that i've been doing comedy on and off is uh is that the old school way doesn't work anymore it's really about you putting yourself out there with, you know, by yourself or with other people and, you know, putting, you know, creating your own uh, web series or creating your own uh, independent movie or creating your own uh, TV show, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, whatever kind of mediums you want to put it in. Uh, those people are succeeding great, greatly. They, they, uh, and, um, you know, they shop themselves. They shop themselves around with agents or managers, and they they just keep pushing. They keep pushing. They start getting acting classes. You know, they start getting, start taking writing classes, such as like for screenplay or for TV, for movie, for short comedy, for long, you know, long comedy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, they're hustling, and for me. I was like, I came from like a really depressed zone from starting out comedy, and then now I've been getting better. I've been I've been doing a lot of self reflecting. I've been getting therapy. I've been, you know, just I just been taking care of myself. I've been growing up. I've been focusing a lot more. I've been trying to create a better discipline for myself. 
uh, and then just like knowing what gaps I need to fill, such as oh, I, I suck at writing, you know, or I suck at performance, or I suck at uh, uh, uh I suck at acting, you know, delivering, or I suck at editing, or whatever, you know, like whatever things that you're, you know, being on- not good at. Yeah, you, you just get better at it, you know. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So, um, yeah, it's so refreshing to see somebody just like care about the long-term like growth for the uh, business. So, um, yeah. really curious to hear. What, uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, in the past three years, I I just been out of comedy, so it's like I just been like kind of like uh, uh, kind of like my own kind of rehab, where it's like I'm just. I'm staying away from toxic people. There's a lot of toxic people in the comedy world. Yeah. Like not just San Francisco, but LA and other parts of the world too. And other parts of the States. Um, so I just been, I just been like, uh, edging away from people, pushing myself away from toxic people yeah. that are just like, they hate themselves or they hate everything about life around them. And I'm just like, I don't think like that anymore. I'm more of, I try to be more positive and you know, it sounds corny, everything because it kind of does sound corny. It was like, Oh, I'm trying to be positive and shit, but it's yeah, really, it's, it's really about self-loving and taking care of yourself and having self-respect and, and having dignity for yourself. So instead of having other people abuse you or taught, you know, treat you like shit, I'm like, that's not about me, man. I'm about like going up level, leveling up. I'm not about being down there with you. So I'm out. So yeah, that's the way I am. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's very important for comedians to hear that because, you know, no matter what stage that they're at, the common theme is just like, you know, people start doing comedy to make themselves feel better, make other people feel better. And part of it, yeah, like you said, it's just removing yourself away from toxic people. Um, And we kind of bonded over Dr. Henry Cloud. And he's actually doing online courses too. He's doing like churches. Oh, nice. Yeah. And like I joined his like membership thing and he has like so many classes on like, you know, dealing with PTSD, like, you know, toxic people. Of course, he wrote like a million boundaries books. So um, I think this time is very interesting because I don't know if this is what this will repeat in history ever again. But I'm just seeing, you know, so many comedians take to virtual mics and people basically not even able to do open mics in person. So like, what do you think of what's happening now with you know quarantine? Like, what do you think will happen with the comedy world? Uh, I think it, there's a lot of awesome things that are happening in the comedy world right now. People are getting really creative on delivery systems on how to get their funniness out there to people, whether if it's going to be profitable or not. You know, like a lot of comedians, you know, there's there's comedians out there that don't really care about money, but since there's no jobs, people do care. You know, there's there's sort of this thing of like, oh, how do I, how do I make people laugh but at the same time take care of myself as well? So yeah. a lot a lot of people have been. I, I've seen comedians uh, comedians are, are have more exposure and have a lot of more weight in the comedy community. They have been starting their own Zoom type of online comedy type of shows showcases and. And I've seen a couple of them that have been paying comedians for their time, and they, they found they found different ways to uh, collect money from you know audience members or from sponsors, and uh, and and reroute that money towards comedians that 
are giving up their time and effort and energy to make the audience laugh as well. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, um, yeah. that's better than most showcases that I've been to where a, a lot of places don't want to pay up. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so yeah, people are getting really creative and I think there's going to be a lot more creativity in the future. There's VR around the corner. So we're going to be able to go to a comedy club in our VR, you know, in our VR uh, headsets. We're going to be able to immerse ourselves in different virtual worlds in the future. There's not not really that far from the corner. We can we can like link up more effectively with other people. I, I think there's going to be a lot of cool things happening around the corner with with the help of technology and with the creative skills of people that are finding ways to show their work to the world. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff coming down the road. Yeah, I, and I really appreciate your optimism because I think it's so easy to say, oh my God, I'm so sad. Like all the comedy clubs are closed. I think it's like, this is the time for comics to make people laugh because like, if not now. Oh yeah. That's like you're supposed Fuck to yeah. do your job. So thank you for saying that because I think the people who are very successful are often just optimistic and you have to be optimistic now because like, it's oh. easy to be like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, So yeah. Yeah, it's easy to say, oh, my God, you know, the world is crashing down. Everyone's going to die. But it's like, well, you're a comedian. You should make us laugh, you know. So I, I see a lot of, like, Zoom meetings. And it's great. Yeah, people are getting paid for their meetings. And I think it's a time for comics to really look at their careers and be like, hey, um, what do I do now? Because I think there's nothing stopping comics from literally doing live every day. You know, it's just like, whether or not you're good, that's outside of your control. It's just, you know, part of it's just, you know, practicing. But if you're not even putting yourself out there every day, it's like, what do you expect? You know, it's just like, bookers are still there. You know, they're still paying attention. You know, who's going on live? Who's not? Who's, you know, contacting these people? So, yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, so, all right. So, let's talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One more thing I want to touch about that we just talked about, uh, about people being successful there's this one thing i want to put out there uh that people yeah i've been reading you know like i dr henry cloud and other uh other uh professionals that talk about success um the the major pattern of, of people that have this trait this one trait i sound like i sound like a clickbait youtube video <laughs> but the the one major trait that successful people have is that they have a high high uh eq so if people don't know what that is is the emotional iq so uh emotional quotient so if basically what that is is that if you if you have if you are emotionally developed mm -hmm. basically that emotionally developed means that whenever something bad happens to you like uh there's a burp or there's a hiccup in your life or, some, or somebody says something to you, mm -hmm. like it gets in your skin, you don't like go off or like fall off your, fall off your uh, bicycle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, and, and just let that shit ruin you for like for a long time where you ruminate and th those negative thoughts or where you burn bridges. Oh man, dude, I, I, I met a lot of comedians that burn bridges like crazy where like <laughs> bookers, yeah, dude, bookers are like, hey man, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they do something something shady or you know they do something that the comedian doesn't like and then they're like oh fuck you man i don't need you like i'm gonna be great one day and then they just burn that bridge that person has a low eq 
They can have the highest IQ, which is different from IQ, which is, you know, just a regular intelligence, you know. Uh, right, so, right. so people don't understand that. And I, I met comedians that have high IQs and they have great writing. They have great delivery. They have great performances. Mm-hmm. But when you meet them, they're fucking shitbags <laughs> because they have low IQ because they don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to, like, uh, take criticism. They don't know how to take feedback. They don't, or they don't want to take feedback. They're like, oh, fuck you, you know, you don't know shit. Or they don't know how to converse ideas or like, oh yeah, you know, that's, that's a great idea. You know? So those people never make it because they, 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 they basically burn themselves and they, and they, they, they give off a bad taste and in, in not only the community world, but also in Hollywood. So people know about you. It's like, oh, that that guy is really great, but he's difficult to work with. Once you get stamped with that difficult to work with, mm-hmm. you know, status, nobody wants to mess with you. Nobody wants to talk, you know, fuck with you. Nobody wants to collaborate with you. Nobody wants to deal with you because you're like you're more you're 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 more of a headache, yes. and you're gonna you you're you're a higher risk to to work with, and that that money is gonna get fucked with when it comes down to pay time. So people don't want to they're they're not gonna mess with you. So this is a, something I want to t- tell comedians is that work on your work on your EQ, work on your emotional development. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of comedians I met out there that they think they're the hot shot. They have a fucking huge egos and shit. They think like, oh, I don't need anybody. I'm gonna make it by myself. Because I saw I saw this top comedian on fucking this documentary, make it without anybody. No, you need people to help you. You need people to root for you. You need people to hype you up you need people to say hey you know i want you to meet this person you know i want i want you to see their comedy they're a great person you know if you have if you keep burning bridges and you keep thinking you're the shit you think you're like oh man i'm i'm, the, I'm way better than any of these fuckers out there nobody's gonna fuck with you i don't want to fuck with you you know if i if i if i have like something i'm doing and putting it putting something together and then you happen to be the best of the best in, in the lineup of comedy i'm still not gonna hire you i'm gonna hire this other asshole that's super nice to me but his comedy sucks mm-hmm. i'd rather work with him than somebody's like best of the best you know yeah. i don't want to deal with the headaches yeah. so yeah i just want to put that out there so true yeah really great advice i'm trying to learn the as i go um but yeah generally great advice for everyone um so before we wrap up like do you have I guess, like, what do you enjoy talking about? And then what kind of advice do you have for new comics starting? Uh, what do I like talking about? I like talking about music, but mm-hmm. uh, with new comics, sorry. with new comics, uh, it depends what the new comics want to do. Like, uh, I met comics because I was the new comic myself, too. There was, uh, uh, there was comics that, you know, they wanted they want to make it. They want to make it in the comedy world. They want to be uh, with the with the rest of the big dogs. They want to be on the top, and that's a different. They have a different motivation. They have a different motivation than other people that just want to work on comedy, like on their writing skills. There's other comedians that want to work on their their, their audience performance. You know, learn how to talk to people and, and bigger and bigger arenas, not in arenas, bigger, you know, just more people, uh, what do you call that? Speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want, you know, uh, yeah. speech presentation. Yeah. There's people that want to 
do something creative like you know since they can't learn the guitar they're like oh well maybe i'll just go on stage and talk about something funny that happened in my life you know or you know so there's a there's a whole range of comedians that go on stage for the first time and they have different motivations but then those motivations change over time yes. and you know you got these writers or you got these comedians who are like you know what i want to i want to get better at my art so they start learning about writing they start learning about presentations they start so you know it's really fun and weird being a new comedian because there's a lot there's a lot of information out there and then if you want to become a comedic actor i suggest you start taking acting lessons with uh credible acting schools and always always research those schools because uh a lot of these comedy actors that you saw they see on tv they used to do stand-up while they were learning while they were going to acting school and then once once they got better at, at their stand-up uh, comedy, they started auditioning for these acting gigs, such as, you know, um, in L.A., you can get a manager or an agent. I used to have an agent, but I dropped it because I needed to work on my own things. Okay. Uh, but once once you work on your once you work on your timing, your beats, your presentation, your 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 uh, your delivery uh your your skills in acting and then you can go audition for uh these agencies and they're like oh you, you, you seem really good at this comedy stuff it's like yeah i've been doing everything i could to get better at it and they're like oh great let me see some of the work and you audition for them and then they're like oh you know what it looks like you're really passionate about this yeah. and then they hire you <clears throat> but there's thousands of there's thousands of agencies out there Mm-hmm. for acting and for comedy and stuff like that you just gotta you gotta also research where they're at whether if it's a boutique they're like a small business or like a small firm or mid or mid or mid-range or they're like high tier like caa or stuff like that or 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 whatever you know so if if you really want to get into this comedy world you gotta research your your uh you gotta you got to research what you really want to do, what want to reflect, because time is really valuable, and there's not a lot of time for it, you know, in life. I mean, there's a lot of time we have now because of the coronavirus, but right, there's right. not a lot of time overall. Yeah. You know, so it's like, so you got to figure out what you really want to do and focus on that. And if you still have demons like I did, you got to take care of those things too, because those demons are going to get in the way of you being successful. Yes. And also, got to work on your emotional intelligence. So basically. If you don't know how to take, if you don't know how to take feedback or critical, you know, uh, ideas or anything like that, critical feedback or whatever, then you got to work on that because um, that's also going to help you whenever you try to start start doing business with uh, other people or collaboration, le- legal things, whatever. Because yeah. if you don't know how to do that, you're going to kind of shoot yourself in the foot in the future. So prepare now. Start doing everything now. Start learning everything you can right now. And go up and don't be afraid to go on stage. Don't ever be afraid to go on stage. Just go. Because yes. that fear slowly sheds off. Like you're, the the fat that used to have, if, if you're still chubby like me, you know, kind of sheds off in the summer. But I don't even, I, yeah, I, never mind. I'm not. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> just keep this, just keep going on stage. Don't be afraid for anybody. Nobody's going to invite you to say, hey, you know, I'm inviting you to go up on stage. Nobody's going to tell you that. Nobody gives a fuck about you. 
you got to go out there and do it, you know, go up there and get on stage, go on the sign up sheet and, and don't, don't chicken away. Don't, don't walk away. Don't run away. I think new comics get scared and be like, Oh man, this is a bad mistake. They fucking freak out and they leave. And I'm like, Oh, that, that sucks for them. That could have been a cool experience in their life. Yep. Totally. Awesome. So, um, can you share with us like your website? How can we work with you? Um, how can we continue the conversation with you? Oh, yeah, I, have a, I got a website. If you want to talk to me, I'm, I'm still learning how to write. Uh, I'm still learning how to. I'm still. I'm always learning. I'm. I'm. I'm always going to be a student of, of everything. I'm, I'm. I'm not a master. I'm not a pro. I'm always like. I'm always trying to be intellectually stimulated by, new things, old things. Uh, uh, my website's uh, www.catchuponpizza.com. So that's with a K. So K E T C H U P O N P I Z Z A dot com. And you know, and you know, you can hit me up through there. And uh, I like to collaborate, but uh, I don't like to collaborate with people that have low EQ. If, if you have a high EQ and a low EQ, I don't want to work with you. If you have a mid IQ and a high EQ, I'm, I'll be down to work with you. <laughs> awesome. But if you have no EQ, I'm like, get away from me. Okay. <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah. So thank you so much uh, for being on this podcast. I learned so much. Um, I hope you guys did as well. Um, thank you so much, AJ. And I hope to have you on future shows to come. Yeah. Thank you. I'll see you around. I'll see you on the shows.